Live from A1 Studios in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, New York. This is Combat Sports Radio. Welcome to Combat Sports Radio. I am your host, Rob Aguilar. Thank you for tuning in. We are going to discuss the fight, if we can call it that. It wasn't much of a fight between Victor Ortiz and Luis Collazo, or as uh, many people call him, Luis Collazo. It was disappointing because I expected a much more entertaining fight. The fight, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, only lasted two rounds. And I thought this was a going to be a good fight because Collazo is, I think, in my opinion, has always been underrated. And he is dangerous, not so much in the punching power department, but he is dangerous in where he's he's a great boxer. He can score a lot of points and influence judges. On the other hand, Victor Ortiz has a lot of punching power. If you look at his record, 90 Almost 95% of his fights uh, were won by knockout. So I thought this was going to be entertaining because this would be a good fight for Ortiz to make a comeback, to put himself on the map, to fight a guy who's a top competitor, but maybe not as dangerous as other guys out there. So for that reason, I thought this was going to be an entertaining fight. Having said that, we have to congratulate Luis Calazo on this victory. He had a game plan. He stuck to the game plan. And his game plan worked. He knocked Victor Ortiz out in the second round. A lot of people I saw in the forums after the fight uh, were very harsh to Victor Ortiz. Someone as far as calling him a quitter and all sorts of ridiculous comments. The thing that I have with that, the problem that I have with that is that unless you've ever stepped into a ring, unless you've ever been hit, you do not know what it's like to, to be knocked down. I don't think he quit. I don't think you go into boxing. I don't think you step into a ring thinking, I want to quit. I'm going to quit. Y- you can't. You don't spend months training doing that. Now, could the argument be made that maybe he's a little gun-shy now after having his jaw broken? That could be. But if you watch the fight, if you watch that knockdown, he was hit once and he kind of loses his balance. He was hit with a hook. And I think this was his issue going forward. If you watch the first round, he was very tense. I think he needed to relax more and kind of work his way into getting those power shots. Whereas... From the beginning, he was swinging for the hills. I mean, he he wanted to connect a harsh power punch, a strong power punch. And you can't do that. You can't do that with a guy like Colazzo. You have to work. You have to jab and set those big power punches up instead of going straight for them. So I think that was mistake number one. And whenever he'd miss, because Colazzo was good at, at moving away and stepping to the side, Ortiz would leave himself open. And that's exactly what happened in the end of that uh, second round. 
he he himself was was trying to connect a left hook and missed and then was connected with a hook from Colazzo and that made him lose his balance then on his way down he takes two shots to the back of his head and then he just sat there for the count he could not get up maybe to a lot of people he didn't look like he was hurt I don't think he just sat there and took the count uh, to bottom line it I think he was stunned I think he was hurt and he couldn't he couldn't make it back up and uh, to think that he just went in there and said you know what I'm going to quit is kind of ridiculous and I, I don't agree with that assumption now once the fight was over and this was another thing that started causing a lot of talk in the forums was that Colazzo called out Floyd Mayweather that was, I think, interesting. And that's to be expected. Now, does he deserve a shot at Mayweather? I don't even know if that really matters. Because Floyd Mayweather doesn't give guys shots because they deserve it. He picks and chooses the opponents he feels he can beat. Uh, he hasn't really faced, in my opinion, uh, the top competitors out there. All, all power to him. Uh, he's built a brand where he can pick and choose who he wants to fight. And if a fight is sellable, if a fight can be sold, and the masses can be convinced that it's going to be a big fight, then the fight's going to happen. So, Colazzo calls him out, calls Floyd Mayweather out, and the forums go nuts. How dare he? And he's making a mockery out of himself. And I think he's really not. And I think that based on the options that are out there for Floyd, a fight with Colazzo might make sense. And I think it will sell well. Now, I think it would probably sell better than, let's say, a Mayweather-Khan fight. I don't know if that would do well in uh, pay-per-views. Now, Mayweather tends to do very well in pay-per-views, but I think it's because of who he's facing, who he's going to fight, that ultimately determines how well a pay-per-view sells. So think of it this way. And they call Colazzo the people's champ, right? So if he gets this fight, they will pitch it as Floyd Mayweather versus the people's champ. And it will be almost like one of those movie-type things where the hot shot big champion gives the people's champ a shot. And I think it will sell very well. And I think they will market it very well. Now, is Colazzo an opponent that actually has a chance to beat Floyd? Maybe not. But again, that doesn't even matter. Look at everyone that Floyd has fought. Did they ever really have a chance? Did they ever even deserve to be in there with him? Now, Floyd, without a doubt, is the best defensive fighter of this generation. No question. But I'm a firm believer that you're only as good as the competition that you face. And although on paper his resume might look impressive with names like De La Hoya, with names like Mosley, and people like that, but if you look at when he faced them, they were on their way out. Uh, same thing with Cotto. He fought Cotto when, when Cotto was, was done. I don't think, I think Cotto's best years have, are way behind him, especially after that Margarito beating. So it's not about whether you deserve a shot with Floyd, 
It's about whether the fight is marketable. And Floyd is only concerned with that. He doesn't fight for belts. He doesn't fight for anything other than money, which is fine. That's perfect. He's loud and clear about what his motives are. Having said all this, I think a Floyd Colazzo fight would sell well. It might be entertaining. It might not. It doesn't matter because a lot of Floyd's fights aren't entertaining anyway, at least in my opinion. And for that matter, I think this fight, if it doesn't happen, at least be on the lookout for talks about it. You know, they're going to talk about maybe negotiating with Khan and then they'll throw Colazzo's name into the mix. You might agree with that. <laughs> you might not. If you don't or if you do, uh, definitely stop by uh, my Twitter feed at twitter.com slash Robert Aguilar and Aguilar spelled A-G-U-I-L-A-R. Or you can also uh, find me on Google Plus where there's a great boxing forum there. And you can find me at google.com slash plus Robert Aguilar NY. And we can continue the conversation there. To sum it up, congratulations to Colazzo for, for a great fight, for sticking to a, a great game plan. And if this fight takes place with Floyd, all power to Floyd and Colazzo will have a nice payday, probably his biggest payday. And then he can retire if he wants. But I want to thank you all for tuning in. I am your host, Rob Aguilar. This is Combat Sports Radio, and I'll catch you on the next episode. This has been an A1 Broadcasting Podcast.